Justice Kagan has our opinion this morning, Case 17-1184, Beestick v. Berryhill. In this case, an administrative law judge, or ALJ, denied an applicant's request for Social Security disability benefits based on the testimony of an expert witness. We consider here how an appellate court should review such a decision under what's called the Substantial Evidence Standard. The applicant, Michael Bistick, used to work in construction, but as he got older, he developed disabilities that prevented him from doing that work, and he applied for disability benefits. The ALJ had to decide whether Bistick could obtain some other less physically demanding work despite his disabilities. If he could, he wasn't entitled to benefits. To make that decision, the ALJ, as is usual in these sorts of cases, conducted a hearing and heard from a witness called a vocational expert. She testified about the kinds of jobs BSTEC could still perform and the approximate number of those jobs in the economy. She explained that she had derived those job numbers largely from employer surveys she had conducted herself. BSTEC's attorney asked her to turn over all the data from those surveys, but the expert declined, saying they were confidential. The ALJ allowed her to keep the data private and ultimately denied BSTEC's application for benefits based on the expert's testimony. BSTEC sought review in federal court. There, an ALJ's factual findings are conclusive as long as they're supported by substantial evidence. That phrase is a term of art used throughout administrative law to decide how courts are to review agency fact-finding. And whatever you might think substantial means in other contexts, here substantial evidence isn't a high bar. It means and means only, we've said, this is the phrase, such relevant evidence as a reasonable mind might accept as adequate to support a conclusion. That's a quite deferential review standard, similar to the one a trial judge uses in deciding whether he can overrule a jury's fact-finding. On appeal, BSTEC argued that when an expert refuses to turn over data about job availability upon an applicant's request, as happened here, the expert's testimony can't possibly count as substantial. He asks for a categorical rule to that effect, applying not just to his case, but to any case in which such a refusal to turn over data has occurred. The Sixth Circuit rejected that rule, And today, we do, too. That's because it really all depends. We agree with BSTEC that an expert's refusal to provide data may sometimes undercut her credibility and make a court think she's hiding something. But in other cases, that won't be so, as when an expert's testimony is careful and thorough and she has a good reason for keeping the underlying data private. The inquiry, as is usually true in determining the substantiality of evidence, must be case by case. A reviewing court should take into account all features of the vocational expert's testimony, as well as the rest of the administrative record. And a court should defer to the presiding ALJ, who has seen the hearing up close. That much is sufficient to resolve the issue presented here. BSTEC didn't ask us to decide whether in his particular case substantial evidence supported 
the ALJ's decision to deny him benefits. We wouldn't have agreed to hear such a fact-bound issue. Instead, as I said, BSTEC asked us only to adopt a rule applying to all cases where a vocational expert refuses a request for underlying data. Because we think such a categorical rule inappropriate, we affirm the decision below. Justice Sotomayor has filed a dissenting opinion. Justice Gorsuch has also filed a dissenting opinion in which Justice Ginsburg joins.